We got a special guest in the building. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Yeah, welcome back to the show. This is episode 509 of the Two Dumb Yinzers. Glad to be back, everybody, this morning. How are you guys doing? Mike Derpy? Uh, still alive, still can't talk, but I'm happy to be here. How do you keep getting worse? I don't know. I, I, talk for, I talk at my job, then I got to come here and talk. You know, it is what it is. You won't give me a day off. That's why. No. Well, you had all week last week. I was like, get a vacation. That's because you were sick all week. No. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta roll with the punches, man. I'm I, just, trying, I, don't know, dude. I don't know how I'm, your voice is getting worse. Because I, all I do is talk all day long. Is there any way to do your job without talking? No, I tried. Or have, uh, keep it to a minimum. No. Well, you know, I gotta tell people what to do. Oh, geez. How, uh, how could everybody that works there every day not know what to do? Oh, well, they know what to do. But, you know, they like me. They like talking to me. So, you know, I got to talk to them. So it's not really necessary that you're losing your voice. Yeah. Yeah. You know. (laughs) I don't know. What do you think, Derpy? I think they tease him with his bald head. (laughs) They love my bald head. All right. Ah, good morning. Yeah. It is leap day, everybody. Today is the 29th of February. Only one day, one time. Every four years, we have this day. We got some special things lined up today for leap day. Got all kind of things to talk about, guys. We have the NFL Combine starting here in a few hours. Oh, yeah. Uh, A little, some college scoop in college basketball. See what the Pirates did yesterday. Penguins back on uh, schedule to play tonight. A lot of things going on, guys. Therapy, I just got a couple things I want to say to you before we get started. Mm-hmm. I don't know how in the hell you came up with number 26 yesterday on the uh, the trivia at the end of the day. <laughs> <laughs> it was baffling, <laughs> baffling to the mind. I'm I'm at work about, I don't know, 6 o'clock in it's the evening. It's a derpy response. It was definitely a derpy response, and it, and it hit me like at that point in time. I thought, holy fuck, 26? I don't even know how you even came up with that number, but uh, nonetheless... It was good for entertainment value, and I liked it. And uh, keep up the good work. Also, thank you. Uh, I, I have a whole storyline, Mike. Yesterday, I was talking kind of candidly. I don't know if it was candid. I, I think that I might take this serious, but I'm going to make a movie about Derpy, you know. And I have the whole storyline. I think it's going to be a horror movie. And you remember, like on um, Scooby Doo, how they would always split up in pairs and go yeah. off in their own yeah. groups, and then Scooby and Shaggy would always be the ones that get screwed over. Yeah. Well, we're going to be doing something, and I, and I don't know how I'm going to tie it in yet, but Derpy's math is going to somehow lead him lead him astray. Okay. <laughs> and he's going to be on his own, and that's where that's when he's going to get fingered by the bad guy. Uh, I'm and, all for it. <laughs> and and it keeps happening throughout the whole movie, and and it's like, oh man, and it it will make it will play it out to make it look like you're the one that's or you know myself's going to be the one that gets it next, and then it'll be Derpy that gets fingered again. And it'll just keep happening throughout the whole entire movie. What do you think? I'm all for it. You know, as long as bad things happen to Derpy, I'm I'm okay with it. <laughs> what do you think, Derpy? Um, you're not really, really going to get fingered. Box office is going to it's going to be hit. It's going to be a hit for box office. 
nobody's entering nobody's really entering your ass it's just a movie so and and derpy wow, had, be a hit. and derpy had uh, the the concerns yesterday for copyright reasons we're just going to we're going to spell uh fingered with a ph there we go yeah we'll make it we'll make it we'll make it hood you know what i mean a little, a little phonetically you know a little poetic license i'm all i'm yeah. all for it all right so there it is guys derpy got fingered it's in the works i have the uh I have the groundwork laid, so just know it's coming. It's going to be a lot of fun. Also, guys, uh, if you like free beer, which, Mike, I know that you may, down at uh, the Permani Brothers today being for Leap Year, if you like Pittsburgh sandwiches and you like beer, you could get a free beer if you would get uh, Permani's today, guys. Only today. Only today. Only one free beer. For Leap Year. Mike, what's your timer? My timer is, give me one second here. I have, make sure it's accurate, four minutes in. Four minutes. Okay, good deal. Um, so you see, I got my sweatshirt on. It, it did something, it's doing us dirty here in Pittsburgh. I got to tell you, we were at 70 degrees the other day. Now I can't even barely be to stand to be outside. So back to the sweatshirt. But uh, here we are. A couple deaths, guys, I want to talk about Richard Lewis, the comedian. He passes away. Yeah. A lot of people like Richard oh. Lewis. I, I wasn't a huge fan, but you know what? I, I could appreciate. Yeah, his humor. I, I liked him. He was funny. Yeah. And then also the um, Tim Wakefield's wife. Yeah. Of course, remember Tim Wakefield passed away awesome. five months ago with cancer, and his wife passed away yesterday with cancer. That's rough. They have like young yeah. kids too, don't they? I don't know. They look like they would. Yeah, I, I can imagine a little family picture. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. Wait, wait to bring now, the show down. Now that we got everybody in a good mood, let's do yeah. this thing. Yeah, <laughs> we got sports we're going to talk about, guys. I got that's some pretty interesting things, actually, we're going to talk about today. But first, I do want to say that we are going to welcome a guest today. Um, two weeks ago, we were invited on a radio show, actually. And the uh, show is called One Man's Opinion with Brian Pasquale. And it's on uh, 93, 99.3 WBVP. And uh, a lot of people checked it out, and we appreciate everybody uh, checking out his show. He's a great friend of ours, and we are going to have him on this morning to talk some sports, talk some shit, and um, and maybe see if he could if he could pass the tough combine test question today. Uh, I just want to let you know, being that the combine starts today, I'm not going to let loose on. I'm not going to let go of this. We are going to keep hitting the combine test hard, and to see if 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 our if our crew is smarter than. Uh, you know, guys making the jump from college to the pros. So that all, that's all coming up later. But everybody, I want to I want to welcome, give a very warm welcome to our special guest, the uh, gentleman. His name is Brian Pasquale, and of course, you recognize him from the show that we were on two weeks ago. One man's opinion with Brian Pasquale. He is in the green room. Go ahead and let him in, guys, and we will uh, we'll talk to him. Come on in, Brian. There he is. There we go. There he is. How you doing this morning, man? I'm doing very well. All right, looking good. You're usually a busy, busy man, so I'm glad that we got you. It's a great opportunity to be able to sit down and talk to you at this capacity. Um, Very excited to have you on. Thank you for having us on as well. It's good to be on. I I normally am at work right now listening to you guys, so this is kind of strange. All right. We appreciate that, as always, man. Great to have you here. It's always great to have you on, and it will be great to have you on in the future. So, uh, guys, let's get started. The NFL Combine does start today. 
and it starts at 3 o'clock p.m., guys. Defensive linemen, linebackers on the NFL Network, 3 o'clock uh, goes for about five hours, and then it will be on again and again and again and again until tomorrow whenever the defensive backs and tight ends come on. Uh, Mike, what do you think about the combine starting today? I'm pumped. I'm excited. I, I can't wait. Um, meetings are over. All their testing's done. I'm ready. I'm ready to see people run. I'm, you know, running shorts and lift some weights. That yeah. sounds like your cup of tea, man. It is. Running. It is. You know, a bunch of, bunch of built athletic dudes running around in shorts and t-shirts, baby. Brian, is there any position that you kind of got your eye on? You know, I mean, you know, I, I know some people aren't really into it. I know people that are really into it, but overall, you know, you generally have an interest because you have an idea of what this football team needs here in Pittsburgh. Is there any position that you have a desire to kind of pay attention to and keep your eye on as the uh, the, com the combine rolls out here over the next four days? Uh, the big guys, offensive linemen, mostly tackles is what okay. I'm going to be looking for because you know they're going to have to get a tackle. Um, I, I do have a, a movie suggestion, Yeah, if I may. Yeah, um, for, please. Rocky Three was kind of like unrealistic in their fighting scene, so when they made Rocky Four, Sylvester Stallone said to make it more realistic to like actually punch each other. Okay. And Dolph Lundgren actually sent Rocky to the hospital because it was so realistic. So in the Derpy mo movie, I think you should make it more realistic. So you really want him to be entered by by the um I think he should. Okay. All right. I I'll I I'll put it in here. It's all up here. I, I'm hard at work on it, I gotta tell you, and it's coming along just fine. And and I like that suggestion, Derpy. What do you think? Brian 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 from one man's opinion thinks that you should be entered. What? <laughs> no. All right. Keep um, up the hard work, Derby. Oh. You're doing great, buddy. Um, guys, so yes, we do have the uh we have the combine starting today. Of course, Mike, this is one of your favorite times of year it after is. the season. They we get certain get to certain milestones. You get to the combine, we get to the free agency, which is uh, here not too long. Then you get to the draft. Um, you're gonna be paying close attention this weekend, man. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yes, I am. Um, oh my god, I'm dying, but yeah, this, this like right here, you can find out like who the real athletes are and who you can see like what's gonna how well the uh, drills are gonna translate into the pros. I, I don't care too much about 40 yard time, I want I to see like your, your that that 10 second split, how fast for like receivers and corners are right at that jump. Um, same thing with like the linemen, I, I don't care about their 40. You know, like Casey Hampton said, if I have to run 40 yards, we already lost the game. So right. your linemen, I no, I want to see the agility drills. I want to see how well they move in space. Because, you know, like like um, Brian said, this team needs offensive line help, not just a tackle, but at center. I want to take a look at the big three centers coming out in the draft, see how well they move, how well they play. Like tackles, I'm looking at like a Marius Mims. See, you know, maybe reunite him and Broderick Jones on the offensive line. Okay, that's uh, you know, good answer, Derpy. You 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 was texting me this morning about somebody. Who who was you texting me about that you said that you liked and that you're going to be keeping an eye on? Murphy from Texas. Murphy from Tech. What is he? A defensive lineman? Yeah. Okay. Uh, where does he? Maybe where is try he? Try to get another Keanu Benton. Another Keanu Benton. Yeah. All right. Okay. Um, guys, I have a list here. I'm going to go over real quick with you guys. This is your. Uh, this is from the top 100 prospects. Of course, I don't want to go through them all. So I'm going to just kind of go through some of these top picks. Maybe 
right around to 25 because yesterday on Brian's show, I did say that, you know, being that we're, we're uh, picking at 20, I want to kind of get an idea because you're hearing all these names that might come to the Steelers. You're hearing your Mims. You're hearing um, Cooper DeGene. You're hearing this. You're hearing that. So let's take a look at it and see what kind of idea what's realistic on who may or may not be there mm -hmm. at that point. At 20, you know, <laughs> there's usually 20 good names that are at the top of this list. So let's realistically take a look here. Um, so they have in the top 100. Dorpy, are you breathing into the microphone again? Maybe. I think right. he is. Maybe not. He's giving me a headache. Stop that. All right. So number one, <laughs> the number one uh, player on the top 100 prospects is Marvin Harrison Jr. He's going to be in the top five, probably three, correct? Anybody have any disputes there? No, definitely no. top five. Uh, Caleb Williams, number two. Jaden Daniels from LSU, number three. Malik Neighbors, guys, the wide receiver out of LSU. No, he's at number four. No, yeah, he's he's going top ten. Drake May is at number five. Joe Alt, the offensive tackle from Notre Dame, at number six. Brock Bowers, the tight end out of Georgia, number seven. Yeah, I think he's a good player. Uh, help me with this name, Mike. The receiver out of Washington, Adunze. Yeah, Roma Adunze. Roma Adunze. Yeah, he's going to be a stud. Something like that. And then. Uh, Number nine is this dude from Penn State, the offensive tackle. Ola Fashanu. Yeah, Fashanu. And, uh, and then number 10, rounding up the top 10, is a dude from Oregon State, another offensive tackle. Fuegwe, maybe? <laughs> yeah. Is that close uh, enough? Ballpark? Close enough, yeah. I can't, I can't get his name right either. So, literally, I mean, there's nobody in that top 10 that we would go after anyway, so we're pretty safe so far, right? There's no uh, – Yeah, I mean, unless I – mean, You'd love to have any of these guys, of course. I, I, Oh God! If they can like swing away to get Alt or uh, Fashanu, I would love to see it happen, but I don't think it's going to happen. To move up in the top ten from twenty, it's going to take a lot of draft capital. And and you know you're hearing these names, and these are the ten names that you're going to see at the very top of that list anyway. So again, considering that we are at twenty guys, let's continue on. As I said, I'm not going to do all hundred. We'll get to about twenty five. Yeah. Get an idea if we're in the ballpark for anybody that we're looking for. Uh, number eleven is an outside linebacker from Alabama named Dallas Turner. Uh, Ooh, number good 12. What's that? Good player. Dallas Turner is a beast. Okay. Number 12, Latu, an outside linebacker from UCLA. 13 as a defensive end from Florida State named Jared Verse. We all know uh, Nate Wiggins, the cornerback out of Clemson. He comes in at 14. I, I, I would yeah. love to get him. Oh, God, if he's in that range to where if he falls to 14, 15, make a move. Get him. You think they would? I mean, considering some people were believing that we could go after a cornerback, you know, with that first round pick, yeah. you think that that's a uh, possibility if he's sitting at fourteen? At fourteen, or I have a couple of the corners might be coming up too. I think you might okay. talk about. Uh, number fifteen is the quarterback from Michigan, JJ McCarthy. Oh, go way too high. I agree. I think he's going to mm -hmm. fall. He'll fall. He'll fall down the board as the draft goes on. I just I got a feeling about this. Number sixteen, Darius Robinson, the defensive end out of Missouri. Number 17, Quinion Mitchell, Mitchell, the cornerback out of Toledo. Mike, he, I think you like him, right? He, yeah, he's another one. He really showed – he played really well down in the uh, senior bowl, that practice. The combine's going to help his stock a lot. And why is he at Toledo, Mike? I, I forget why I, it's you just, – I don't know. I think he probably didn't get a lot of offers coming out of school, high school. I don't know why he went to Toledo, but kid can play. Watching I mean, they, him, they have him at 17, and a guy like Kool-Aid McKinstry is, is – past 25 so he yeah. must be pretty good me yeah like i wouldn't mind getting kool-aid either 
that, that's what I'm saying. Like, you yeah. know, this is somebody that you, that you hear over and over about teams yeah. have interest in McKinstry. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and this guy is placed, you know, about 10 picks above him. Uh, anybody, anybody so far that's catching your attention, Brian, that you're thinking to yourself, oh, I, I'd like to have him on a team. This would be somebody that would benefit us greatly. Of course, all these names would, but anybody that, um, that, that you like so far, Brian? No, not really, because I'm more interested. I, I, I don't think they're going to miss on the first round. You know, if they go tackle, right. cornerback, whatever they do, they're probably not going to miss. I'm looking more for like the center position, like Mike was saying earlier, yeah. okay. that uh, we also we obviously we don't even have a center at, at all. And right. this um, kid from WVU is the number one ranked center, correct? Uh, uh, he's he's, number he's two up there right now. I think they Zach got Frazier. Uh, yeah, JPJ like, is number one. Yeah. Number two is Zach Frazier, if I'm not yeah. mistaken. I could so be wrong. They, yeah. If they do get a cornerback or defensive lineman or maybe a tackle in the first round, I, I mean, second or third round, they have to go center. Okay. Uh, let me get to the next guy here. Amarius Mims, of course, the offensive tackle out of Georgia. A lot of speculation that we are going to go that, that particular route. He, he's uh, raw, though. He only has like eight career starts. Really? He, yeah. His tape's really good. He shows great potential, but only eight starts. Number 19, Ty, uh, Tyler Guyton, an offensive Quayton. tackle out of Oklahoma. Number 20, Terry and Arnold, cornerback out of Alabama. That's the corner I really want. Okay. I, I, I think they have he, him at number 20, and guess who picks at number 20? Yeah, we do. Um, Like, his physicality and the way he punches the ball, out of the receiver's hands. That's one of the first things he does when he, when he wants him to engage and close, he's always hitting, trying to hit that ball out. Okay. Still in good position to make a tackle, but always trying to get that pass break up. I, I like him a lot. I like to have somebody with that quality back there. I Minka has it. I like to have somebody with that quality at the cornerback position. Um, you but, know, somebody that's going to make plays back there has yeah. that mindset to punch the ball. And did, did you mention Nate Wiggins by chance yet? The cornerback from Clemson. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's six two. I like the size. Yeah. You know him and Porter. The size is always big over there. Yeah, and that's where they're going. They're going like bigger corners now. You look at um, Trice, Rush that they picked up in free agency, and, and Porter. They're all bigger guys. That's like Arnold. He's only six foot, but the way he plays, he plays so much bigger than that. Now let me ask you this: Of course, we need these primary positions. You need your tackles. You need your centers. You need your uh, corners and and there is going to be free agency before then so i mean a, a lot of things still remain to be seen but let me ask you this guys do you think the fact that we do have Corey trice sitting on the shelf who got injured before the season last year we didn't get to see him play a single down in regular season uh this was a guy that they felt was a steal in the late rounds um does having a healthy Corey trice sitting, sitting on the shelf affect this at all say uh, a mckinstry or um you know any of these corners come down the pike does having Corey Trice affect the way we would make this first round pick? Let's just say one of these top corners are still sitting there at number 20. Brian? No, because he went late because he's injury prone okay. and he got hurt. Yeah. And like, uh, yeah, I agree right there. And you can never have too many good corners. Yeah. And, you know, look, um, look what um, Kansas City did in the Super Bowl. They have two top end corners. They were able to shut down a pretty good passing attack. Okay. Fair enough. Next on the list, guys, is number 21, Jerzane Newton, the defensive tackle out of Illinois. Yeah. I, I wouldn't be opposed to uh, taking him. I think he would be a disruptive force on that on that on that D line. And that D line needs a lot of help. It's not, a bad... not, not a sexy pick, but an important position. 
Uh, you know, he left a bad taste in my mouth. Wasn't Rashard Mendenhall out of Illinois? Yeah. I just I had something about Illinois picks. Ever since he was, yeah. I, I'm not a big he, fan. I just, hey, I come on now. I'm okay with taking guys from Pitt. You know, you gotta. Well, you're not an Illinois guy, guys. So what does it matter? Yeah, I know, but you know. Byron yeah. Murphy, the second, number uh, 22 on the list, the defensive tackle. Byron Murphy, I know I heard that name before, out of Texas. <clears throat> Again, not a sexy pick, but in a position of need. Um, Wide receiver, Brian Thompson Jr. out of LSU. No, nah, we, we can get receiver first round. Yeah. I, you know what? Yeah. Number 24, guys. This is the guy that a lot of people were connecting and linking with the Steelers. Cooper DeGene, this cornerback out of Iowa. He he better be the best cornerback to come out of the draft in the past 10 years. They're taking uh, yeah. a white corner in the first round. This better be Jason Seahorn in the second. <laughs> exactly. CBS, uh, they have Cooper DeGene ranked like 35th. So I don't know. Really? You know. Yeah, okay. so he's all over on like different boards. I think he'd be a really good free safety. I got him on ESPN at 24, so we could call it we could be safe to say he's somewhere between 24 and 35, and that's well in our range. So, you know, it's definitely somebody that's, um, you know, potential pick for us right now. <laughs> Topping out the 25 is JC Latham, the offensive tackle out of Alabama. No, I wouldn't be opposed to him either. Like any of these offensive tackles, they're all looking pretty solid. Uh, let's see, number 26, and I'm just going to blow through these next 10, 15 guys so we're not on this forever. Uh, Xavier Leggett, Xavier Leggett from South Carolina, wide receiver. Troy Fatanu from Washington, an offensive guard. Uh, Rickishaw, Rickishaw Jr., Rickishaw Jr., the cornerback out of Missouri. Edron Cooper, the inside linebacker out of Texas A&M. He would be a nice second-round pick. You think we're going to go after inside linebacker help, or do you think we're going to yeah. try to handle that in the free agency? And they're looking at a lot of inside backers. They they met with a bunch of them already, so it wouldn't surprise me if they if one of those guys falls or sitting there at that second pick. Yeah, I can see it happening. All right, um, and then let me just hop down through some notable guys here. Colay McKinstry comes in at thirty four. Wow. Wow. That is according to ESPN. So, I mean, that's I, way it's, low. It's, it's very low. Absolutely. Could definitely be somebody that the Steelers should, could, and would be interested in, I think. Outside linebacker Chop Robinson out of Penn State comes in at 35. A couple other names here that I know that there's uh, spoken interest of. Jackson Powers Johnson, the yeah. center out of Oregon, is number 37, guys. I don't think he falls that far. Where Where is um, Frazier at on your list, Bri? I don't Smoking know. Jim Frazier or <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Uh, Frazier out of West Virginia. 41 here on CBS. Okay, so um, that's probably why I still haven't got to him here. Yeah, PFF has him at 34. So. so, I mean, you know, somebody like this is, is a definite. So, I, But still, at number 20, you're, you're looking at your options, and there might be somebody that's yeah. way more valuable. And you think to yourself, okay, let's uh, – Let's let that drop down. So let me take a look here. Bo Nix, the quarterback out of Oregon. He's down at the 43 position on my chart. Um, let me just go down a little further. Like I said, we're not going to do this forever. Okay, I got Zach Fraser at 55. What is he on yours, Brian? 41. 41. So between someone between 41 and 55, Zach Fraser should definitely be there. What's our second round pick, Mike? 52. 52. Okay. Yeah, maybe. 
See, I, I like I'm seeing like some mocks of people have him going like high in the second round. And the next center after them is what Van Pran out of um out of Georgia, but he's not in that class of like Frazier and um JPJ. Those two guys I think can start right away. Okay. Well, they they have no choice. Whoever's going to be centers yeah. going to be playing. They're going to be playing right away. They're going to be playing yeah. often. I I can see us maybe picking one of the free agent centers up and then not not have to worry about hitting one of these two guys. Okay. That we'll way see, you have, you we'll have see better, what's out there. You have bit more uh, flexibility in the draft. Or <laughs> you don't have to hone in on center when there's only like two or three good ones. Yeah, right. Well, Art, uh, the, Arthur Smith says that there's a couple good centers in Tennessee. Every time he opens his mouth, he says Tennessee. It's driving me nuts. You would think is, he, the, is he saying it or is that the media saying it? I don't know. I thought it was Arthur Smith. I haven't heard Arthur Smith say anything. I keep hearing people say anyone linked to Tennessee or Atlanta that becomes available. Oh, he's going to Pittsburgh. Yeah, see, I didn't see that. Yeah. <laughs> I see Arthur Smith talking about these two couple linemen down there. Apparently, he wants this to be the Titans. If, um... Hey, the, their offense was, you know, when he was there, was better than our offense the past two years. So, yeah, we will see. We'll see. Also, we'll see. also, uh, guys. Bill Hillgrove, the voice of the Pittsburgh Steelers, uh, just retired this morning after 30 years of announcing the Steelers came in alongside Myron Cope back in 1994. Uh, I met Mr. Hillgrove about 15 years ago up at the, the studios, and he was a really, really cool dude, very down to earth. As a matter of fact, if you didn't know that he was Bill Hillgrove, he'd walk right past you and you would yeah. have no idea that you just missed him because it's, he's just a regular guy. It's going to be weird to listen to the games on the radio now. Yeah. Because, you know, like 34 years of nothing but Billy. It's like when Lang retired. What are you going to do? It's not the same. Yeah, it's going to be interesting, guys. Also on Brian's show yesterday, and Mike, you did bring up the report card, basically the grades <laughs> that everything graded yeah. here in Pittsburgh, from the stadium to the facilities to the coach to the owner, all the way down to the way families are treated when they are at Acrisure Stadium, guys. Um, Art Rooney, <laughs> an F. How is this even possible, Mike, uh, Brian, Derpy? Art Rooney is was voted the second worst owner in the NFL. Yeah, his dad was the one who made this, you know, everyone wants to talk about, you know, the chief, but it was Dan Rooney. Once he took over back in the seventies of pl- scouting and developing. And then when he became the principal owner, he, he was the driving force of this team and this franchise and his, you know, Art the second can't live up to that level. And Mike, it, you, have- you see it. There's literally nobody worse. Then there's there's is, one more worse. One more worse. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. But yeah, I you can like, talk look, adult. He, he doesn't spend any money on he won't spend money to to hire new assistant coaches. He's like, you know, this is what I think an offensive coordinator is worth. That's all I'm gonna pay. He's a cheap guy. Maybe He's we should be going after the Bob Tennessee Nussie. Titans assistant coaches instead of their players. Uh, hey, you know. But that seems he, to be the difference. He won't pay them any, so Brian, uh an F. It doesn't get any worse than this. Well, an F minus like on how they treat Stein, the families. It's like George Steinbrenner, you know, when he was alive, you give him an F. It's just, I, I don't get how you, how he gets an F. I, I understand that, you know, the things that Mike said, they do hold true. There's things that, that uh, you do here that do hold true. But an F? I well, don't know. The, I, I, they, they gave him an F minus for how they treat the families. And it's like, what? all I could picture is like when back in the, like this, the stone age, like they would take somebody to the town square 
and people would throw like cabbage at them. Yes. Yes. Is that like how they treat the families? They throw cabbage at them when they see like, uh, uh, you know, Pickett's wife, they just throw cabbage at her. That must be what's going on. And I am going to take a page from that book. And if Derpy, if you ever answer a question like you did yesterday on the show, we're going to throw lettuce at you. It's what's going to happen. We're going to take you to the town square <laughs> and pelt you with lettuce. And Brussels like, sprouts. He's, you know, Rooney's just lucky that, you know, Bob Nutting's in town. Otherwise, he yeah. would be looked at the worst owner in town. I, I, I don't understand it. I don't, again, an F, second to last, 31st, just kind of mind-blowing. Um, You would think that this would be a bigger topic in Pittsburgh, and people would talk about this more. Than it if, it, if, it, if this was a survey of Bob Nutting, yeah, it would be front-page nudes. But, you know, it's, it's the Steelers, and we're just going to hand-wave it away. Hmm. Very interesting. And that's just how it's you know he's he's not a good owner. Maybe we should get the Tennessee Titans owner to come next, Mike. Hey, <laughs> hey, next thing we do, we could change the uniforms and we could be uh, you know, blue and white. Wait, what what is your obsession with the Tennessee Titans and Arthur Smith? Well, you know, yeah. <laughs> uh, the Pittsburgh Pirates guys, these Buckos, they lose yesterday, five to three. Shang Chai Chung. Chang, the, uh, we've talked about him briefly, very yeah. briefly yesterday about being in the lineup. He hit his first home run of the uh, spring training yesterday. But the big story about the Bucks guys today at 105 against the Baltimore Orioles, Paul Skeens makes his spring training debut. I uh, my 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 not watching the Pirates is going to be delayed. <laughs> Because I have to see Paul Skeen's pitch today. I, I don't care whether he throws an inning. Yep. He throws eight pitches. I have to see this. This is a 105, guys. The Bucks against the Baltimore Orioles. Paul Skeen's on the hill. I, I I think this is one of the most highly anticipated pirate moments that I could think of in, in at least the last 10 years for sure. Of course, when they were good for a couple of seasons, mm-hmm. I, I was into it. But, uh, guys, Paul Skeen's, what do you think, Mike? Uh, I'm excited. Uh, I want to see how he does. And this might be the only time in the next five years we get to see him pitch against right. you know in a pirate uniform because you know you know how it's the not pirates because operate. he's not good enough it's because of contract they situations yeah. yeah they're gonna keep him down there you know i, I hate being negative about the pirates but until they change you the hate way being they negative about the pirates I, i've never well, heard you not be uh i know a smile on your face just at least briefly while talking about the badly yeah, well about the you know pirates. They, it's, it's the way they develop guys. They they keep them down there forever for longer than they need to. And and I'm, I'm afraid it's going to happen. This kid looks like he's ready to be. He's ready to be in the pros. Well, he certainly has a mustache uh, for it, but you know he'll probably get up, play good enough, just long enough for the Yankees to grow interest, and then they'll yeah. sweep him off his feet, yeah. and then he'll be gone. Um, it, it's such a shame the situation we do have in Pittsburgh because you do see glimpses of hope every once in a while. Yeah, remember Freddie Sanchez back when was at 04. He wins the uh, the batting title. Next thing you know, he's gone. You know, that team that makes it to the playoffs for first time after 30 years, them guys start to, uh, you know, they, they start getting yeah. rid of these guys. I, I'm just, I'm, I'm fed up. I'm fed up with the way the Pirates handle things. But what are you going to do? It's the Pirates. It's the team here. And uh, the only thing you can do is not show up, and people don't seem to understand that, but we will see. What do you think, Brian? Paul Skeens today. You excited? I don't know if Libby Dunn's going to be at the game or not. Uh, it's always going to be more <laughs> exciting to see her. It's, she's going to be the Pittsburgh Pirates uh, Taylor Swift. I can handle that. I, I would deal with that. I like it. Yeah, I don't know if she's still in school or what. I don't know. She's <laughs> down at LSU. Okay. So well, there you go. Oh, yeah, guys. and I, I want to see him pitch. 
Oh, you want? Oh, you want to see him pitch? Either that or become a state trooper. One of the oh, two yeah. with that stash. He does. Have he that. he looks like he should be a, like you know hanging out with super troopers. I, I was going like, to super troopers three. Could yeah, he could team up with uh, him and Farva. Farva, yeah. What's the guy that had the must? Uh, the uh, Ramathorn. Ramathorn. Remember Car Ramrod. Car Ramrod. Ramrod. Say it. Ramrod. Um, so there you go, guys. Pittsburgh Pirates today. That game is at 105. Then, of course, these games don't matter. So that doesn't matter. But Paul Skeens will be on the hill. That's going to be a lot of fun. Penguins back in action tonight. They play the Kraken in Seattle. 10 o'clock start. Penguins are 27, 21, and 8 coming into this game, guys. Uh, Kraken 25, 22, and 11. Mike, a very good chance to go on a four game winning streak. Does it happen or does it, the roller coaster continue? Maybe they lose this game against a team that ain't so good after beating a very good Vancouver Canucks. Mike, uh, any direction on this? Uh, I'm, I'm I'm taking the Penguins. Um, Crosby is going to will this team into the playoffs. He, you know, ever since Gensel went down, he's Crosby's been on a tear. Um, yeah, he's going to do everything he can, and I think they're they're going to sweep the uh, West Coast trip. All right, there you go, guys. Tonight, ten o'clock. Pittsburgh Penguins, Mike called it. We're sweeping the West Coast trip, going on a four-game winning streak, inching our way back to the playoffs, guys. This is the halfway point, the halftime, if you will, of the show. We have a special guest on today. His name is Brian Pasquale. He's the host of One Man's Opinion on Sports with Brian Pasquale on 99.3 WBVP over here at Beaver County Radio uh, every Wednesday at 5 o'clock p.m., 5 to 6 he does host a sports show. He talks about all kind of awesome things. Guys, check him out every week. Uh, Brian, I do have a little um, a little idea here. Today is the 29th, guys, and this is a leap year. What I want to do today, fellas, I'm going to ask all three of you. Derpy, are you alive? Derpy. First and foremost, we have to make sure Derpy's alive. Derpy. I think Turpin might be eight other podcasts. I think yeah. he is. That's what he does. He 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 runs our podcast in the background, and then he has, I don't I don't know what he does, but then he, he has more important ones. Yeah, he says this is his show. Um, so I'm gonna get it started, Derpy. If you're um, if you're available, we'd like you to participate as well. And this is what I'm gonna do, guys. Today is the 29th of February. You can only play this game one time every four years. So feel lucky we were involved, everyone. I'm going to ask you you guys something, and I'm going to see how well you can do. Besides for Barry Foster, how many Steelers could you name that wore the number 29? The number 29, of course, wow. today is the 29th of February. I have the list of every player in front of me. Oh, God, I don't even know one. <laughs> me either. And if you... <laughs> And if you could name one, I guess you would be the winner of this uh, this this activity. Is Mike's right. kid there? He probably knows. Uh, yeah. No, the, the gremlin is not here. Um, God. Um, can you guys name anybody who wore number twenty nine besides Barry Foster for the Pittsburgh Steelers? Hey, what, what was what number was Deshae Townsend? Was he twenty seven or twenty nine? He was twenty six. Uh, Deshae was twenty six. Uh-huh. I see two. <laughs> Semi uh, recent people that, that you should recognize and should be able to. Chidi Awoma? No. Chidi no. is. Or, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm sorry. Chidi is on the list. Yes. So you got Chidi. Wow. So I'm done. I'm done. Chidi's going to win it for you. Chidi, I <laughs> There's two man. names that you should probably be able to get. 
Other names. Uh, uh, let, Brent let Alexander. Through, let me give you some other names. What was, what was Washington? Uh, Dwayne. Dwayne Washington. Was he tw- 20? He was 20. Oh, I'm not even. I, I got one of the two numbers. <laughs> Here's some people that we don't, <laughs> that you probably wouldn't know. Brian Allen. Brian Allen uh, from 2017, 2018 season. Oh, wow. Uh, Fred That's- Berry from 1970. Lance Brown from 1999, Don Campbell from the late 40s. Let's get some something recently here. Randy Fuller in the mid 90s. Remember the uh, DB Randy Fuller guys? No, no. Uh, Cheedy, of course. Cameron Kelly from 2019. Some heavy hitters right here. Yeah, I know how to know all these guys. Wendell Smallwood from 2020. <laughs> and these two names. Two names I'm looking at that I really think that you are going to know once I tell you the answers. So that's why I'm going to give you a little bit longer. Derpy. What what position? What position? Yeah, is it running back or defensive back? Um, Both DBs. Hmm. Levi Wallace? Yes. Levi Wallace. Look at you. You got two, Mike. I just rolled the dice on that one. And this one other one is is one that I I would get if I if, if I thought about it long enough. If I didn't have them in front of me, maybe it would be different. But if I, as I'm looking at them, I say that I could name these three. One being Barry Sand, but Barry Foster. I'm sorry. Another one being Levi Wallace. I I thought uh, Cheedy was 28, so Mike got that one. I wouldn't have got that. But this player here, I, guys, I can't think. Give up? I give up. Ryan Mundy. Ryan Mundy. Wow. WVU, baby, yes. Ryan Monday. Forgot about <laughs> him. Pretty good special teamer. So those three guys and then a bunch of other guys that, again, I read through them and we probably wouldn't recognize half of them. But that, guys, was the February 29th leap year, uh, t- number 29 for the Steeler game. Ryan Monday, Barry Foster, Chidi Woma, Levi Wallace. I thought somebody would definitely get Levi Wallace just – because he's on the team, but hey, you know, I'm just using you know. his numbers of blur as the camera pans by as the receiver runs by him. <laughs> right, he's always five yards behind the receiver. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Hey, Derp, are you there? I am here. Hey, what's up, hey, man? Chidi Iwoma won a Super Bowl. Holy Chidi shit! Did. Chidi was damn good for yeah. He he was that guy's um. Bill, he was Bill Cowher's main sec- special teams guy. Yeah. All right, guys. I want to talk a little bit of hoops today. A little hardwood. Um. First of all, let me go into the Whippeal Basketball Championship games at the Pete this weekend. It's coming down to this, Mike, Brian, Derpy. If you know anybody, if you went to any of these schools, if you're interested at all, the championships are this weekend. It starts at 5 o'clock today. 5 o'clock today, it's a single-way game. Number one, Amani Christian versus number two, the Neighborhood Academy. And then the second game today is 9 o'clock p.m. That's your 4A game which is a big one for people um, around here in our area, specifically Lincoln Park, which is number one, and number two, Hampton. Lincoln Park, guys. Um, you know, Nellie right Cummins. down the road did, from where I live, Lincoln yes, Park. Yes, very right? close to Mike. Nellie Cummins was just on pit last year on that uh, team that made a nice little run. His brother Brandon is on this Lincoln Park team, along with Malik Thomas, who is getting looks from schools like Duke. So, I uh, expect I expect personally the Lincoln Park Leopards to win this game. Let me get into the Friday's game. Games uh, Friday at five o'clock. Trip away. Number one Deer Lakes versus number eleven Burl. 
is uh, Brian and I was talking yesterday. Burl, that's kind of an interesting one because they're number 11. You don't usually don't see that when you get to this point in high school basketball, but uh, there you go. Burl. It could be somebody was injured all season and now they're back. Maybe you never, it, it could be something that simple. It very well could. The second game tomorrow, nine o'clock PM is the five, a game is number one moon versus number two, Franklin regional. I think that should be a really good basketball game. And then in the Saturday, the first game of the day is your double way championship game. It's at one o'clock. That's number one, Aliquippa versus number two, Greenberg, uh, Central. Oh. Ca- ca- what are they? Greenberg Catholic Central, Central Catholic. Central Catholic. Let's go. And then, yes, I'd like to see Quip win this game. And of course, this game here, the 6A, Brian, we were talking briefly, um, is between the number four, Baldwin, and number three, Upper St. Clair. This is the only game that does not have a number one seed in it. Every other game has number one seeds. This one has the four and the three seed, Baldwin and Upper St. Clair. Mm-hmm. So that's the last yeah, Baldwin game. Baldwin upset Mount Lebanon, uh, who was the number one seed. And I just want to give a little shout out to my niece, Peyton. Uh, she is a cheerleader for Baldwin, and she will be down there cheering for them on well, Saturday. That's, well, that's awesome. Go Baldwin. And go everybody else that's in this game. Good luck, especially to our, to- our hometown teams, Lincoln Park. Aliquippa, even a little bit of moon on the outside there, but uh, as far as where we're at right here in Beaver County, good luck to those teams and then good luck to them all. The This is the big story that I wanted to talk about, guys. I, I, I've i been waiting all day. Actually. Oh, God. Well, oh, no. Caitlin Clark. Caitlin Clark. Now, she has one game left. Let me let me, let me paint the picture. The game. She, they, they, she played last night. They had beat Minnesota 108-60. to 60. Ooh. 108 to 60. <laughs> Caitlin That's Clark unreal. scored 33 points. Okay? All right. She scored 33 points. She broke the all-time women's record last night. No woman has ever scored more points than Caitlin Clark in college basketball. Impressively enough, the Iowa Hawkeyes are 25 and 4. It's not just a good player. They have a, you know, they have a good thing going there. This is a good team. But on Sunday, the last game of the year it's for Caitlin. The number two Ohio State Buckeyes Derby make the trek to play the number six overall Iowa Hawkeyes in the last game of the season. And if that doesn't sound important enough, in this particular game, Caitlin Clark needs just 18 points, guys. 18 points to become the all-time NCAA scoring leader female and male. If she scores 18 points against number two, Ohio state in the last game of the season on Sunday, she becomes the all time NCAA scorer. Think of every great basketball player you've ever known. has gone through the college ranks. Think of every great basketball player, man, female. It doesn't matter. She, if she scores 18 points this Sunday against Ohio state at home, she has become the best. No one has ever scored more than Caitlin Clark. If she gets it done, Brian, anything about this, uh, I, I I'm I'm just chomping. I hope she scores it in the first half. You know what? She's probably <laughs> going to score in the first quarter. She did that to Michigan a couple weeks ago. Well, she, well, who currently has the record, and where's he from? Ooh, very interesting question. Good question. <laughs> I like the lead-in. Yeah, I like right, it. Right, right. Derpy, write this in your notes, huh? Did you, did you see what just happened? Right, write there? this down. All right. Write so the <laughs> if she breaks the record, he said, "I'm writing this down." She she if she breaks the record, if she scores 18 points. She will then pass who is the current leader of the all-time score over everybody in college basketball, 
who is Pistol Pete Maravich, everybody. Yep. Pistol Pete, all-time great. You know him. He has 3,667 points all-time in, in his three seasons with LSU. He is the all-time NCAA leader. If Caitlin Clark scores 18 points, guys, on su- Sunday, she passes Pistol Pete and becomes the all-time leading scorer in the NCAA. And what's a little bit even more intriguing to that uh, about yep. these guys is Pistol Pete Maravich is not only great, he was not only one of the best of his time, he was not only the leading scorer in NCAA history, but he, guys, is right here from across the river. He was born in Aliquippa, Pennsylvania, along with, hey, who do you think when you think of Aliquippa? You think you're Mike Ditka, you're Ty Laws, Darrell Rivas. The list really goes on and on, even Tony Dorsett for that matter. Yep. In basketball, in the hardwood, it doesn't change any bit because the leading scorer of all time in college hoops is, of course, yes, Aliquippa's own pistol, Pete Maravich. I don't know what they're putting in these baby bottles over there, but yes, <laughs> another Aliquippa person. Uh, and, and it's not mentioned or talked about a lot, but now that Caitlin is about to break the record, it's certainly surfacing more. Um, Mike, what do you anything to say about this Aliquippa talent? It's insane. You know, literally, you, you just let you know what listed all the Hall of Famers that came through there. Arguably, one of the best basketball players of all time, definitely of his era. Some of the greatest football players of all time from Aliquippa. You know, and then Caitlin Clark gonna come along and score eighteen points and shit all over him. Now I don't like. Her. I, was, I was all in on Caitlin Clark. <laughs> but not past pistol Pete would be great. <laughs> no, that, that's awesome I, I i hope she does it and i think it's a damn good story mike's yeah, taking no. the antonio brown side I, <laughs> right <laughs> did you see that tweet today what was that oh my god he he was attacking barstool it was like all oh, barstool reporters at it and it was like a bunch of crackers typing at typewriters hey i like it <laughs> i'm a cracker i can relate I was dying. <laughs> but, you know, so here we go. You have Aliquippa, the number one Aliquippa in the uh, in double A. Guys, they're going at it against Greensburg on Saturday. On Sunday, you have Aliquippa back in the uh, in the, in the the limelight because, of course, Pistol Pete's record is on the line. Caitlin Clark going after Sunday against the number two overall Ohio State in the country. Does that make it diff- more difficult? Does that mean that she's going to not be able to score as much? I think that just adds the, the the intrigue to this whole thing, guys. I can't wait. A whole bunch of stuff. You got the combine going on all weekend. You have high school basketball championships. You got Paul Skeens. Penguins back in action. Caitlin Clark. Let me ask you, Mike. I asked Brian this yesterday on his show. What is it? What's what is the hate all about for Caitlin Clark? Why is all the uh, you know somebody gets to this point in their career? A lot of people join the bandwagon. They want to celebrate. They want to watch it. Uh, uh, share the experience. What's with all the hate uh, coming at Caitlin Clark all of a sudden? Um, I don't know. I don't like even like Angel, like um, who was it? Angel Reese last year. Her those two in the in the playoffs. You know right. they were kind of getting at it. But yet now they're like even her. She's like no. Like this is awesome what Caitlin Clark's doing. Yeah, they have a rivalry when they play each other. But she's like hey, no. You have to recognize this greatness. And I don't know why people can't do that when her biggest rival is like hey. You know, this is awesome what she's doing. I don't know why, you know, the casual fan can't just go, yeah, this is badass what she's doing. We haven't seen someone like this in a long time. So I, I don't get the hate. You know me, I'm a big hater of everything popular, but I'm like, this is great, man. This is like, this is why you watch sports. 
You watch to watch someone dominate, and that's what she's doing. It's you can't enjoy this. Why the hell are you watching sports? Uh, Brian, I'm, I, I like you. You had an interesting answer yesterday when we talked about this. Why don't you tell uh, tell everybody what you think? What why all the hate is is being brought upon? Um, you know, especially from a certain female basketball player that you use the example. What was uh? Yeah, recent? Cheryl Swoops was getting all over uh, Caitlin Clark about it. And uh, she's on, according to Swoops, the Kenny Pickett uh, extra two, three, four seasons you get to play in college, and she's not doing it in the same time that the others uh, before her had done it. You might, I might only have one response to that. Hate the player or hate the game. Don't hate yeah. the player, right? Don't hate the player. Hate the game. I mean, you know, you've heard this in the past. There's nothing that Caitlin Clark's doing wrong. She's done it by the rules. She's playing by the rules. She didn't go outside of the rules. She's playing basketball. She's scoring a lot of points. Um, She's only been there four years. That's the thing. She's only a four-year starter. She's only played four seasons. Uh, So I don't get the hate even Maybe Cheryl Swoops Swoops is just a hater. but She's doing derby math. Yeah, Yeah, she's she's doing derby math. Because everyone thinks she has the COVID year. Technically, she does. She can play one more year, but she hasn't used it yet. So she's okay, doing this so, all in a four-year period, and so she went to she went to Iowa, which was not even known for women's basketball, and she made them into a powerhouse. She could have went to UConn and won like you know four championships by now. She chose to go to a small school, breaking all these records there. And this like should be a you know. So Mike disagrees with the WNBA <laughs> uh, former WNBA star Cheryl Swoops. My opinion is one more time. Um, don't hate the player, hate the game. If that she should be... play next year too. I hope she does. I, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, all the... here. Fucking take it. Because you're gonna make more money. You make your money in the from the NIL. Also get the record, make it untouchable. And you know what? Tell people like Cheryl Swoops to F off and uh and at the end of the day, <laughs> again, she did nothing wrong. Um, hate the game. No, you know, I, what, I would what, love what... to see her come back one more year, but transfer to like UConn make that big money and win a championship. So all, everyone would shut the hell up that, oh, she doesn't have a rank. So what she's doing doesn't matter. Um, I, I wasn't on my board, Mike. I, I, I didn't know that all these messages were up here, but I do appreciate you keeping up with them. Thank you. Yeah. So many things, so many good things were said. I, I wish I would have known. <laughs> like, like, well, like P said, living in Iowa that long, is really the impressive stat. I think the funny thing that P it's said was dirt. The funny thing P said was Derpy is going hard for employee of the month. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah let's see derpy uh oh, man yeah crap if it ever goes this long you hear me like not say anything kind of remind me because if i'm not on the right page i don't even realize what's going on well you never know what's going on christian uh megan was on um yeah shit but yes mike why don't you go ahead and uh make up for it and tell everybody about the website the two dumb users.com you know we got the merch store over there <coughs> Oh, dang it. My voice is over there somewhere. The blog is over there. Speaking of my voice, my voice is the blog, you know. So check out the, you know, the two dumb users. We got the merch store. We got a social links over there. Got the blog over there. Check it out. The two dumb users.com. Go check it out, everybody. www.the2dumbusers.com. That's www.the2dumbusers.com. A lot of cool things over there. Go check it out. All right, guys. Today, we're going to hop back into some combine trivia. Oh, and this, this, this is only this is I'm only to to test to see if we are as smart as NFL football players or players who are going to be NFL football players. Of course, everybody knows that the combine, which starts today, 
these guys are asked questions. They want to they want to see that they're not dummies. And by doing this, they ask them these certain questions. And um, yesterday we, we we had fun with it a little bit. Today we're going to do it again. And this is going to be for all three of the guys from the panel today, uh, Mike Derpy and our guest Brian Pasquale, of course the host from One Man's Opinion on Sports with Brian Pasquale every Wednesday at WBVP. Um, this is my favorite part of the show, but I don't like it because I'm on it now. Well, yeah, now you're on the you're <laughs> oh, on the hot no. seat, right? Yep. P, you're uh, you're welcome to play as well. Anybody else on the board? Anybody at home? Here we go. This is the combine question of the day. This is not uh, a question about the combine. This is a question that is literally asked to the football players that are getting ready to make the big jump from college to the NFL. Here we go. Counting from one to one hundred, how many sixes will you encounter? Counting from one to one hundred, how many sixes will you encounter? Guys, go ahead and think that over for a moment. If you want uh, choices, just like the uh, the NFL football players, I will give you choices. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) He said 26. I will give you those choices, but take a moment to think it's over, guys. We are live, live five days a week right here, Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. to 12 p.m. Every day, if you uh, miss this show or you just want to be able to listen to the show, we take the new show that we make every day, upload it over on Spotify at 8 p.m. in podcast form. So if you just want to check it out in podcast form or you're just able to listen to it, 8 o'clock, Spotify, check it out. While everybody's thinking of the answer, can I say something real quick, Ryan? Yeah, man. So the Penguins play with the, the Kraken tonight? Yes. Yes, sir. I absolutely cannot stand that nickname with the kraken yeah it's it's an it's an enormous what does it say here sea monster of enormous size and you know it's it's mythical so it's not real and it says it's between like found between norway and iceland that's nowhere near seattle so i don't even understand the whole thing i wonder how many arms it has and how many times it could finger derpy in a movie if we need it now we're talking the sequel First thing that popped into my head was how can we play? Yeah, the sequel. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't. It doesn't annoy me as much as when people say the Krakens. They say the Penguins play the Krakens tonight. You know, like not only is it mythical, you're saying it wrong anyway. So anyway, guys, the question of the day is this: counting from one to one hundred, how many sixes will you encounter? I'm going to give you guys choices just to be fair. Derpy, you ready for this? Oh, I want to answer without going with 26 again. He's going with 26 again. You're, you're, you're closer than you were last time, Derpy. <laughs> Here are your choices 10, 11, 18, 19, and 20. There's five choices, fellas. <laughs> From one to 100, how many sixes will you encounter? 10, 11, 18, 19, 20. P on the board says 19. Mike, I'm going to come to you next. Which one do you think it is? I'm going to go with 20. 20. Is that your final answer? Yeah. All right. Mike's locked into place. Next, I'm going to go to Derpy. Derpy, how many sixes do you encounter when counting from 1 to 100? Do you get 10, 11, 18, 19, or 20? I'm going 19. 
19. Is that your final answer? Yep. All right. So you and P both got 19. Mike, you picked 20. These guys are all locked in. Now let's go to our special guest today, Brian Pasquale, the host. Well, Darby of- redeemed himself, Ryan. Darby redeemed himself? Brian? I think he did. All right. So, Brian, what do you think? From 1 to 20, 1 to 100, how many sixes will you encounter? Ten, there will be 11. 10 sixes in the second portion, including the, the zero six. And then there's nine additional in the 60s column. So, 19. All right. Brian takes 19. So, Derpy, P, and Brian, the host of One Man's Opinion on Sports with Brian Pasquale, every Wednesday on WBVP Radio, chooses 19 as well. Mike, you chose 20. P did change his answer. He says uh, 66 point, make it 20. All right, so there you go. You got two 20s, two 19s. Of course, the answer, guys, to this question of counting from 1 to 100, how many sixes will you encounter? 10, 11, 18, 19, 20. We got two 19s, two 20s. Of course, the answer, guys, is 20. It is 20 sixes. But, uh, hey, everybody was good job. Everybody, great job. Derpy, you you were pretty close, and um, twenty six, and, and I think that Brian was just entertaining. It was just entertaining us because I, I, pretty smart guy. I do know that for a fact, and he was a pretty damn good basketball player back in his day. Brian, correct? What what school was this? South Park. Yeah, I played for South Park. Was Kenny and uh, Eric and Stan and Kyle on your team? And... I I played the fifth. <laughs> okay, <laughs> him and him and Cartman were best friends. That's right. But no, I do. Uh, we appreciate appreciate you coming on, Brian. Always great talking to you, my man. Uh, my man. Does, have me. No, man. You're yeah, literally you. welcome anytime. Yeah, go ahead, Mike. I'm sorry. In four oh, years, I'd like to join again. There we go. Every, every leap year, every leap day. <laughs> every come back. Leap year, we'll have Brian on. Uh, guys, I do want to say thank you for everybody for checking us out. We appreciate each and every one of you. As always, we couldn't, we wouldn't do it without you. Uh, we appreciate everybody on the board. I wish that I was aware that um, things were going on there. Unfortunately, I did not. But you know what? Everything still went good today. P on the board says, Kenny, don't know. No ball. Uh-oh. Oh. Um, Mike, anything before we get ready? I, I got nothing. I just want to thank uh, Brian again for coming on. Thank everyone for tuning in. Appreciate it. Derpy, what do you got, man? I know you always got something interesting to say. Everybody hear me? I heard you. I talked. I I can hear you now. Okay. Can everybody hear me? Caitlin Clark is taking that L Sunday. Caitlin Clark's taking the L. Even if she takes the L, which she may, does does she break the record, Derpy? Does she get her 18 points? You think she gets yeah, that done? Gets anybody, anybody here think that that doesn't happen? Anybody think that the uh, season ends and she is not the all-time leading scorer? Oh, she's gonna get it. Um, I, I agree. I hope so, guys. Again, the combine starts today, three p.m. We have defensive line, defensive linemen, and linebackers. If you are paying attention to those positions, they will be starting today from three to about eight or nine o'clock uh, on the NFL Network. Tomorrow starts the DBs and tight ends. And then it continues through the weekend. Also, the Pittsburgh Penguins are in action tonight. They're over in Seattle playing the Kraken. And that, that's a very, it is bizarre, Brian. Now that now that you mentioned that it is a made up animal, and it's 
in another part of the world. The made-up animal is actually in another part of the world. Why Seattle goes with that, it, it's kind of crazy. Uh, I never thought of it that way. But the Penguins are at Seattle tonight, trying to go for four in a row, 10 o'clock p.m. This the afternoon, Pens. the Pirates at it with Paul Skeens. You want to get a look at the uh, the number one overall pick last year. Though Everybody's talking about this guy, Paul Skeens. Pittsburgh Pirates play the Baltimore Orioles today at 105. Check out Paul Skeens on the Hill. That's going to be a lot of fun. The call, or I'm sorry, the basketball high school basketball playoffs start today. They do go the whole way through the weekends down at the down at pit down at the Pete at Pitt, the Pete at Pitt. Um, get down there, check them out. We want to wish good luck to all those teams. And finally, the Caitlin Clark story. It uh, this is going to get stretched out till Sunday, guys. So we will have a couple more days to talk about this. But she is going to try to break Pistol Pete Maravich's record. That's right. Aliquippa's own Pistol Pete Maravich, guys. So I do want to say a lot of great stuff today. We had a lot of good stuff to talk about. Um, we appreciate the the input from Brian once again from One Man's Opinion on Sports with Brian Pasquo every Wednesday from 5 o'clock p.m. till 6 o'clock p.m. over at 99.3 WBVP, Beaver County Radio. Do check him out. A lot of great stuff over there. And, uh, guys, anything else? Speak now or forever hold your peace. I got nothing. Derby. Um, let's go with an oldie and a goldie. Uh, always appreciate the little things in life. It it could be worse. You could be a Browns fan. And that is one hundred percent true. I, I can't I can't I can't dispute that at all, Derpy. Brian, how about you, man? Anything before we take off? No, I appreciate you guys having me and uh, and enjoy the extra day this year. All right, we are we are enjoying the extra day. Brian, we do thank you so much for coming on. It was a great time, and uh, we'll be surely to be sure to see you soon, everybody. For Mike at the Steeler Central Mobile Studio, for Derpy out in La La Land, for <laughs> Brian down at South Park, from the One Man's Opinion with on Sports with Brian Pasquale, myself, the two dumb users. Everybody have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye bye. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> oh.